0: Everything begins again today, as we celebrate the first Sunday of Advent. The Church begins this journey today as we kick off the liturgical Church calendar. And these four Sundays before Christmas, we're separated to wander, to prepare our lives and spirits, to to await in hope and faith for what is to come. The church's liturgical year does not begin with certainties or promises already filled. But on the contrary, it begins with hope, waiting, and in doubt. Maybe you are saying to yourself, Mel is killing with us. He just, we just finished Thanksgiving and Christmas is almost there. He has been selling off expensive poinsettias the whole month, <laughs> isn't it? Stores are full of green and red decorations. There are Santas and Christmas trees everywhere. What is not certain or clear already, what is not clear or s- certain at this time of the year? Panetones and champagne bottles are being sold already everywhere the end of 2022 is almost here baby jesus will born again as every december and life will continue as it should be as it must be everything around us looks like christmas as the song Fulfilling our expectations for these times. But the Advent first gospel reading today seems not at all interested in confirming our desires and expectations. There are no Christmas signs in the text. Not even John the Baptist prophesying about the arrival of the one who is greater than him. On the contrary, Matthew and the Jesus he presents seem not interested in Christmas at all, but are focused instead on an apocalyptic day in the unknown future. Uncertainty rather than certainty promises that we are not sure to be fulfilled, but that we have faith that will be delivered to us by God walking in the darkness without a possibility of knowing the next step although we know that it is necessary to take the next step even when it leads us to the unknown when the time the gospel of matthew was written christians were waiting for the second coming of jesus also the letter of the romans to the romans we read today, is another example of the second coming expectations in the early church. Paul says in his letter, you know that time it is, how it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep. Their hope was that with Jesus' second coming, something greater and better was also coming, a new beginning for all humanity and creation. The gospel today also brings the idea of the coming of the Son of Man on an unexpected hour when some will be taken away and some will be left behind. I know we are not fans fan of these kind of predictions today, especially in the Episcopal Church, we don't talk much about the Second Coming, besides when we mention it in the Creed and during the Eucharistic prayer. We live comfortable lives. We don't want to be surprised by the interruption of the status quo or taking away out of our comfort zone and state of being. I get why the idea of the second coming is not that popular among us. It is just too unpredictable. There is too much uncertainty. When, where, how? Oh, no! But <laughs> Advent is a perfect opportunity to have, to be trained in waiting, in expecting, in not knowing, in wakefulness. This is an exercise for us to trust in the future, without being tempted to control or even know the details of what is to come. That is a big ask for many of us, I guess, as we are not good at big surprises, even less to those who will turn our world upside down. We feel safe knowing the smallest of the details and and anticipating any setback or, or obstacle in our tireless run in this life. But the gospel, the good news, it is not stability but disruption and surprising turns of history and all in all matter of things the big challenge is what we must expect for the extraordinary through a deep dive into the ordinary what is to come in god is being revealed right here and right now in the ordinary state of things, in the midst of chaos and pain, in the surprising turns of events. And it is our job only to live in a watchful state of mind and spirit, with our souls open to God to be nurtured with peace and meaning and a sense of belonging. Waiting for the uncertain can be energy-draining and scary, I know. But at the same time, it is a spiritual practice of humbleness and wonder. We know what the future holds for us. Jesus, Emmanuel, God among us, is what the future holds. That should be a source of inner peace for all of us, But in the meantime, let's make the spiritual exercise of holy longing, of wondering about the ordinary that God is calling us to experience during Advent. Maybe the serenity prayer that we all know is the best word we can have for God if we we take this time of Advent seriously. We all know that prayer. God, give us grace to accept with serenity the things that cannot be changed. Courage, to, accept, to, accept, courage to, to change the things which should be changed and the wisdom to distinguish the one from the other. Remember Paul's words to the Romans. Salvation is near. Salvation is nearer to us now that when we became be- believers. The night is far gone. The day is near. In our time of common prayer in silence, let us pray to God so we can see the extraordinary of God's salvation in the midst of our ordinary lives. Amen.